Hey, I'm your host, Matt Stauffer, and this is episode 25 of the 5-Minute Geek Show, a twice-weekly show about development and everything around it. It's one topic per episode about front-end, back-end, mobile, project management, design, entrepreneurship, whatever. If it's geeky, it fits. And today, we're going to be talking about editors, code editors, IDEs, the place where you write your code. We haven't had any religious wars here for a while. You know, tabs versus spaces was our first episode, so I figured why not jump back into one. So, uh, Vim versus Emacs, go. Cage match. No, so... What I want to talk about, a lot of people that, you know, talk at all the time about which is the the best IDE. And a lot of the folks in the Laravel community have recently switched from Sublime Text, which is fantastic, to PHP Storm. But a lot of other folks who I know are super excited about Vim, a lot of um, a, a lot of Rails folks and a lot of Ember folks. And uh, I remember when a lot of us used to use TextMate and we switched over to Sublime Text because it was the new hotness. And then, you know, Adam came out. So I think a lot of the question here is what makes you decide... And what helps you decide what is the right IDE for you to use? And I think I was trying to think about what are the metrics for deciding the best IDE for you? And of course, the the most important piece is for you. And that is for you as a developer, as a person, how your brain works. That's you with the particular computer setup that you have. How big are your screens? Where are you working? Are you primarily working on your local machine? Or are you out and about? Do you have extra monitors? Are you working on SSH remote servers? Um, it's about what language are you writing? Is it white space specific? And uh, does a lot of knowledge, IDE type knowledge of how code relates to other code help you? And uh, it has to do with the team that you're working on. Uh, what what IDEs and what editors are the rest of the folks in your team using? And how can you make sure that your choice of an IDE isn't messing with them? It's uh, all these different pieces. How long have you been developing uh, the particular language that you're writing in? Um, you know, are you in a place where you are constantly looking up in the docs what a particular thing is where uh, completion, autocompletion would actually be really valuable for you. There's a lot of pieces here that 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 come to play in understanding what the best fit is for you. But some of the things have to be answered even once you've figured out your priorities. you got to figure out, well, how does a particular IDE or editor uh, help or hurt in those various spaces? So what I, what I think of is I, I think my world, in my world, there's probably three. There's Vim. Um... And of course, you could be an Emacs person, but the Vim's better than Emacs, no question. Oh, burn! Um, there is the Sublime Text Atom Textmate. Um, I prefer Sublime Text, but whatever, which, whichever uh, works for you. And then there's a language-specific IDE, so PHP Storm, IntelliJ, WebStorm, whatever it ends up being. And they're probably a little bit along a, um, along a continuum. So Vim is going to work when you're SSH into a remote server. It's free. It's on, you know, most machines. Um, it's been around for ages. You can do almost anything with it. But you've got to do a lot of customization work. you got to do a lot of work and you got to do a lot of learning. It's not just going to work the way you're expecting out of the box. And it has little to no code intelligence. But it's portable, it's free, it's light, it's fast, it's powerful, it's flexible, it's configurable. You're going to see a lot more folks who've been doing it for a long time or who are the, you know, the purest types who just want to work on a, 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 a you know, a, a SSH terminal or just a tiny screen. They want to be able to do it wherever they want. Those folks are often going to be in Vim. But also, weirdly, a lot of Rails and Ember people use Vim as well. And then the in-between is this hyper-flexible, free... Now, Sublime Text isn't free, but the number of people that use it as if it were free, and Adam actually is free, um, uh, does every language well-ish, 
loads pretty darn fast, has a lot of good things going for it, and has plugins for each language kind of thing. That's 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 that middle space. And in there, you're still kind of handwriting everything, but you might get a little bit of completion for you. Um, it's not going to go everywhere with you, but you can download it on any other computer for free, at least if you're willing to use the trial anywhere you go. Um, so it's kind of in between space where it's it's slower than Vim, but it's still super fast. It's less portable than Vim, but it's still very power portable. And it's got a little bit more code knowledge. And most of the things you can do Vim in Vim, you can do in Sublime Text. But you're going to find yourself not being able to get the level of code intelligence you would if you move the whole way up to an IDE. And when you do an IDE, it knows specifically about the language. I mean, it's, they put a lot of money and a lot of time into it serving the particular language you're working in. So it has knowledge about which version of your language you're using and what vagrant box you're using hooks into git and and you know allows you to do git specific things in there you can click on a method and it'll take you to where that method was defined or you can refactor that method and has automatic tools for doing refactoring that require the ability to do static analysis on your code and understand how it's going to be called and all that kind of stuff and it's stuff that you can't get in the other ones but ram usage is higher uh every little operation that you do is going to be a little bit slower because it has to have a knowledge of everything so it's working through your entire code base bigger code bases get slower that's not so much the case in vim um you're not going to be able to port it you know it's not portable uh you know you've got to download it install it and get it all initialized in every new environment and it costs more money um but it knows your code so it's you know doing hinting so uh not just hinting based on what's available in the language but hinting based on your particular code base so if you have you know an instance of a particular class uh it's going to not only autocomplete you know you using wrapper functions like language level wrapper functions allow it but it'll also be able to understand what are the methods available to it based on your defined code that's something that's unique to the ide so they all have these kind of ups and downs in all these different ways. To me, I've got all three of them in my tool set. Day-to-day -day PHP work and JavaScript work and CSS work, I do it all in PHP Storm because I've got a, two big screens. I'm working on my local machine. I'm working in Vagrant and Git. It knows everything for me. I've got a lot of my own code that I want references for. And I'm also working on other folks' code. So I gain, the, I gain from the IDE, maybe even knowing the code base better than I do. But often when I need to spin something up really quick or I'm just doing a dummy thing, I'll, I'll do it in sublime text. If I need to do just some quick text manipulation, I'll do it in sublime text. If I need to edit somebody else's project, download it, edit it, send it back to them in five minutes. I don't want to spin up a whole, you know, configuration settings for PHP storm. I'll just do it in sublime text. And then Vim, if I just, you know, am I, if I'm working on the command line or from SSH in somewhere or whatever else it ends up being, I'm going to work in Vim. There's no reason to even spin up a sublime text if I'm changing three lines or concatenating something or just pasting something or doing a quick tweak. So for me, I'm not a full-time Vim user. I'm, I'm not, I'm more of a full-time PHP Storm user, but having the ability to use all of these actually has ended up being useful for me. Um, but I think that what you need to understand most when you're picking this thing is what are the the, the needs that you have and what are the unique aspects of your situation that will help you decide what's best for you. So the needs we all have are to write code fast and to write effective code and to write code that's going to be easy for the rest of our team to use and for us in the future to use. So whatever that looks like for you, of course, you want to be able to do those things. But what enables you best to do that depends on all those other circumstances and, and there's opportunities for these to be better for you. Um, but the most important thing to know um, above everything else is uh, Vim is better than Emacs. So that's it. Thanks for listening to the 5-Minute Geek Show. We're at 5-Minute Geek Show on Twitter, number 5, 5-MinuteGeekShow.com, F-I-V-E. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or via RSS. And if you like the show, it'd be amazing if you could share it with your friends and rate it in iTunes. Thanks. Until next time, this is Matt Stauffer, 5-Minute Geek Show. 5-Minute Geek Show. <laughs> You're ready. 
Say it again. Five Minute Geek Show. Say it Five Minute Geek. I'm going to say it. Yeah, you stinker. Say it Five Minute Geek Show. Good job.